Okay, today we come to the word that God has for us this morning. And let's first, before we start, uh, acknowledge that our Holy Spirit is the one who is teaching us, right? Because He knows all things. Holy Spirit, as we come to your word this morning, I thank you that you are the greatest teacher and revealer of truth. I ask that you think through my mind and speak through my mouth and let your words go forth, not in my own human wisdom, but in demonstration of your spirit and power, that the faith of your people will rest in you and your power. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. amen. So, okay, everyone can hear with this. Okay, praise the Lord. Anyway, this morning's uh, worship, right? So wonderful, right? As if you are in heaven. And that's where eternally, very soon, all of us will be there, whole day, day and night, worshipping the Lord in His wonderful presence. Yeah, Worship is going into the presence of God. And when we worship like that this morning, right, it's His presence coming down. Right? When there is sickness, people will get healed. When there is people who are under bondage, they will get delivered. Because where God is, there is fullness of joy, pleasures forevermore, right? He, he is like pouring down everything from heaven. Okay, today we're going to do something. <laughs> Study this. The DNA of creation. Okay, first and foremost, I'm not a science student. <laughs> okay, I have no idea of biology, science, and also... I'm not a Hebrew scholar, but do you know, God always uses those who don't know and fill us with the Holy Spirit and all glory will go to Him, right? I'm an art student and uh, I'm not going to teach you exactly who, who are you are science here. <laughs> so if I do say something wrong, then do excuse me, okay? Uh, but a lot of it for today will be, I've taken a bit here and there. Uh, from reliable sources and cut up here and there and put it together. But the main thing is we're going to see in relation, seeing who God is. We'll be learning about the Hebrew letters. And it has a wonderful revelation of who our creator and who God is. And today, scientists right, have uh, seen in their research in DNA and all that, and acknowledging that there is a God, all right, who created this whole universe and man itself. They may not have acknowledged Christ, but they have acknowledged God, all right, through scientific research. So let's look at DNA. Now, if you can see this picture, the top part, uh, I can do the pointer, right? Pointer is uh, which one? This one. Ah, this part. What happened is, how did I come to this? Just share with you something very interesting. Uh, somewhere this week in the morning, uh, normally as I shared with you, when I wake up early, and I, that morning part is when I will hear something from the Holy Spirit. And I was praying in tongues, and then I fell asleep. 
<laughs> because I'm not a morning person. <laughs> so <laughs> can go back to sleep one. So I was like half asleep, half awake. And that's when I saw a vision. I saw a vision. Actually, later on, I found it here because I don't know how to you know, bring it out. When I went through Google to look for pictures, I couldn't find what I saw in that vision until I came across this one much later. I said, this is exactly what I saw. This was the dark, dark sky and then the Hebrew letters coming down, but in motion, nah, this is a picture stop already. So what I saw was it was all coming down like that, exactly like this, continuously, continuously, like a roof, right? Always see vision. Continuously, those Hebrew letters were flowing down from the sky. That time, don't have this word DNA creation, nothing. I just saw this vision and I said, Lord, so beautiful. That means something in these Hebrew letters is coming from you. It's going to flow. And I said, okay, what? You know, that, that was it about the vision. And later on, when I came across this picture, And I said, huh, finally, there was only one picture that looked exactly like my vision, similar to last time when I had a vision open door. And it was only one picture that looked exactly like my vision. And then I saw this as the Holy Spirit put my eyes. This is the picture, the vision that I saw. And this <laughs> is the title that he was trying to tell me. Because in my own normal, I'm not interested to learn DNA. <laughs> Right, even I heard about you know DNA a lot. Yeah, I, biology was uh, uh, just one of my subjects during uh, form five, and I was not interested. So I just let the experts teach. But God showed me that something so wonderful, right? That this is His world. This is His creation. This is His universe. Who is our God? The Hebrew alphabets are the DNA of creation. So all these alphabets that we have been studying, right, even the young blazing jewels are learning Hebrew alphabets, not in an intellectual way, right? but you will see later as we go along. It's so infinite. Every little one single Hebrew letter is, is so impossible to put the whole meaning there right because it's it's describing an infinite god so we're going to look a little bit today how the hebrew uh, alphabets are the dna of creation so we are also part of creation let's move <laughs> okay how do you move this Okay, thank you. Okay, so some of it is just quotes that I, 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 I took from reliable sources, okay? So, uh, uh, my sister is a biochemist, so she's not there. <laughs> Later, she will correct me. Okay, so DNA is perhaps the most famous, a little bit on all this, so you, uh, each one of us have a little understanding first before we come to God and the Hebrew letters. DNA is the perhaps the most famous biological molecule. It is present in all forms of life on Earth. 
So what is DNA or deoxybutyric acid? Virtually every cell in our body contains DNA or the genetic uh, code that makes you. DNA carries the instructions, all right? So look at this word, for the development and growth, reproduction and functioning of all life. So DNA has instructions. So don't worry if you cannot fully comprehend all this, right? But roughly have a, a gist of what DNA means. Differences in the genetic code are the reason why one person, this is easy to understand, uh, has blue eyes, all right, so some of you have blue, right? <laughs> Brown, green. One, some people are susceptible to certain diseases, where, why birds have two wings, why giraffes have long necks, and if all the DNA in a human body was unraveled, it would reach the sun and back more than 300 times. Okay. In short, DNA is a long molecule that contains each person's unique genetic code. Okay? It holds the instructions for building the proteins that are essential for our bodies to function. So each one of us in this body has DNA that instructs right, and builds the body in order to function. DNA instructions are passed from parent to child with roughly half of a child's DNA originating from the father and half from the mother. So it is hereditary, right? It goes down, 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 the same. That's why today you want to test whether this is your real father, <laughs> your real mother, you go for a DNA testing, right? And it is should be the same, I think 90 something percent, that means you are the child. Okay. So DNA is a two-stranded molecule. So you have seen the scientists draw the DNA like this, right? That appears twisted, giving it a unique shape referred to as double helix. So they are actually, uh, for the scientists, DNA to them is actually all the letters that represent uh, certain names of those uh, Chromosomes, <laughs> okay, something like that, okay. So A, T, C, G, adamine, thymine, and and so forth. All right. So we won't call you these kind of names, okay? Probably the scientists call their children these names <laughs> because they are in love with the DNA. So now you know why we are in love with Hebrew letters and why God call all of you Hebrew names. All right, some of you. So that's carry on. Each of the two strands is a long sequence of uh, nucleotides or individual units made of a phosphate, a molecule, a sugar molecule called deoxybrose containing five carbons, a nitrogen containing region. Can you imagine when I studied this? <laughs> it was really not me, you know, because I was not interested, but now it becomes very interesting. Okay, next, there are four types of nitrogen containing regions called bases. So just now you saw the, the scientists will put it into letters, okay? Adenine, cytosine, not adenine, right? Thymine, all right? Guanine, okay? A, C, G, T. So they all understand these terms when they refer to all the alphabets. The order of these four bases forms the genetic code, which is our instructions for life. So this is in, inherent in every person and the gift 
the, the body, the instructions for life. Okay, the bases of the two strands of DNA are stuck together to create a ladder-like shape. Within the ladder, A stick to T, G always stick to C to create the rung. So the different uh, chromosomes or something like that, they call it, which are all the letters, just now we start, they, have, they stick to one another and then they, they can create, all right? certain things that give instructions to the body. The length of the ladder is formed by the sugar and phosphate groups. I don't fully understand this, okay? But roughly, this a little bit, y'all can understand, right? Okay, what is a gene? So a gene is different from a DNA. So each length of DNA that codes for a specific protein is called a gene. <laughs> a little bit of uh, science and uh, uh, all this. For instance, one gene codes for the protein, insulin, the hormone that helps control levels of sugar in the blood. Humans have around 20,000 to 30,000 genes, although estimates vary. Our genes only account for around 3% of our DNA. The remaining 97% is still less well understood. The outstanding DNA is thought to be involved in regulating transcription and translation. So. Uh, so far, okay? <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> so, another simple way for laymen who are not scientists, okay? DNA is a self-replicating material that is present in nearly all self-replicating, right? Can continue to multiply in all living. So, if you're alive, organisms as the main constituents of Oh, I said it right, chromosomes. <laughs> okay. It is the carrier of genetic information. Okay, so remember a few things, right? DNA has information and have instruction. The fundamental and distinctive characteristics or qualities of someone or something, especially when regarded as unchangeable. Diversity is part of the company's DNA. This is to help you laymen like us to understand very simply what is DNA. Okay, men, so uh, it's like the blueprint all right, of the company. So men just don't get shopping. <laughs> it's not in our DNA. You understand this statement? All right, so this is probably from a woman. <laughs> so they cannot understand why we so enjoy, uh, ladies so enjoy shopping, huh? Correct, Rachel? Yeah, your daddy won't want to go shopping, right? But mommy, okay. Uh, yeah, because it's not in their DNA. So it's not inside them, inherent in them. This makes it very simple. Eh? Okay, next. Deoxybonucleic acid or DNA is an organic chemical that contains genetic information and instructions for protein synthesis is found in most cells of every organism. It's a part of reproduction, right? In which genetic so can reproduce. Ah, that's why God said what? Be fruitful and multiply. <laughs> can reproduce inside. In which genetic hereditary occurs through the passing down of DNA from parent or parents to their offspring, to their children. So that's where we have in the world genetic diseases that go down, right? Because it's all inside the DNA from 
the generation from the parents. Oh, we have a doctor here, Esther. <laughs> okay, excuse me if I'm not very correct. All right, but these are mainly taken from sources, not my. Uh, I didn't cook this up. Okay. So basically, what is DNA? D, D stands for deoxyribonucleic acid. All right, it's a source code of life to life instructions for building and regulating cells so there are instructions all right for building data store for genetic uh, inheritance okay so inheritance everything genetic is inside the dna of a person carries the genetic information of a cell so it looks something like this dna are like letters Okay, so DNA is the language of human genetics using the letters amino acids A, G, T, C. Oh, give a clap. <laughs> okay, so you all a little bit understand DNA? Okay, just need to understand one thing only. DNA are like letters, <laughs> okay, with instructions, all right, to function for the body to function. And they can be passed down. All right, so now the Hebrew language, okay, this is really the most exciting part, okay, it's the DNA of creation, okay, so you just now saw scientists, they saw the letters, all these uh, chromosomes and all these names are the DNA that causes the body, the protein or whatever function. Now, the Hebrew language is the DNA of creation. Hebrew letters are like building blocks. Are actually not are like they are the building blocks of the universe. So how did this universe, all right, come into being? Just like your DNA, how did the human person come into being? All right, it's all through different different uh, chromosomes, DNA genes, all go together and up come the baby. So we have a newborn baby. It's already inside the DNA of the parent, the mother, the father, all inside. So Hebrew letters, all right, are the building blocks of the universe. Makes sense because the worlds were spoken into existence. We go into Genesis and that's where, how the world come in. And that's what we have been, uh, was created, all right, where in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth, all right? And then he spoke, right? He spoke, so others will go into the verse itself. So creation, was so simple. If we look back into Genesis chapter 1, Genesis is the favorite uh, book of uh, Rachel, but she liked Adam and Eve there. <laughs> okay, so today we go more than Adam and Eve, okay? How Adam and Eve came about? Have you ever wondered, actually, what did God do, right? Did he go and dig the soil and do, you know, and what, what actually happened at the day of creation? And who is this God? All right, that today the scientists are even acknowledging it was a very recent write up somewhere in 20,000. Very recent because I believe Jesus is coming, you know, and also all the research, all right, of science actually point back to what the Bible say and to the existence of our existence of our mighty God, all right? So the worlds were spoken into existence by God, all right? Okay, so in this painting, the, the words at the top is Barashit, is in the beginning. So in 
it is the very first word of Torah. Okay, Torah is the instructions. Okay, and the teachings of God was given to the people, to Moses, to God's people. The first and last two letters spell Beit, which is home. So you can see some of the Hebrew letters here. So some of you know, I've been listening. So, and then the second, third, and fourth letters, Rosh or Rosh, Head, which is to God. Jesus, God is the Head. And the, from a single word, we learn that God created the world as a dwelling place for Himself. Right? Bed is the tent, all right, or where God wants to come down to dwell with man. All right? <clears throat> okay. A computer program. So, a little bit understanding, follow. A computer program is a series of binary numbers that is ones and zeros. So, some of you are in computer science, so you will understand this. The sequence of ones and zeros instruct the computer what to do. Again, I'm not in computer science, but this will make sense to those who are in computer science. All right. So again, it's all about numbers, letters, all right, that give you instruction. All right. The thing that was made came from all those. In the same way, all the functions that are taking place inside the cell of a body are controlled by incredibly complex an extreme long code written in the DNA which is placed inside the nucleus of the cells of our body. So physically, all this DNA give all the instructions, same like a computer program, for the computer to work properly, for this computer, for this machine and this uh, body to work is DNA. So the Hebrew language is an amazing language, it's a living language, right? the flow from God because God had to speak, all right? It's a living language. The Hebrew letters are infinite channels of God's wisdom. You know, as infinite, there's no ending, infinity, there's no limit. In this physical world, we are limited by time and space, right? We, uh, those of you uh, today, Zoom connect us, but yet we are far apart. Still, we are not physically together, right? But the letters themselves have tremendous meaning that is reflected in their names and formats. Okay, as we have some of us who are following the teachings, right, are noticing the names of the letters and the format has meaning. Each letter has a name and each letter has a meaning and numerical value. Okay, these are some things I've been saying, but now I put it down in a slide so you can. Uh, see it clearly. There are 22 letters in the Hebrew alphabet beginning with Aleph and ending with Ta, Taf. Okay? Yeshua, Jesus, is the Aleph and the Taf, or in Greek, Alpha and Omega. So Aleph is the first letter of the Hebrew alphabets, the beginning. So Jesus said, I am the beginning and the ending. So Jesus, Yeshua, Messiah, our Messiah, is the beginning. The Aleph and the Tav is the last letter of the Hebrew alphabets. So he is the beginning and the end, the first and the last. John 1.1 says, in the beginning was the word, the beginning, and the word was with God. And we learn a little bit 
about God's name. In Hebrew, it's yud he vav he or Yahweh. And the word is also God, right? The word was with God. So it's the same. Jesus is also God, came and manifested in the flesh. The first verse of the entire Bible, Genesis 1.1, reads in Hebrew, Barashit bara Elohim, et, or in English, in the beginning, God made. So, this is the word. These are the letters in the beginning, consisting of Hebrew letters, Beth, Resh, Aleph, Shin, and Ta, or Yud up there tough so for saturday uh, sessions or teachings we have only come up to the ninth letter yesterday right there's still a lot more to go but again even learning that two hours we haven't fully got the whole thing yet at least a little bit revelation and understanding so the two hebrew letters represented by the ad are aleph and ta which encompass or symbolic of the whole Hebrew alphabet. So in the beginning, you can see the two letters, Aleph and yeah, here, Aleph, which is God, all right, the supreme one, the source of everything, and you have the Ta. So in the beginning already, there is Jesus inside. You have, remember I shared about God, how does he do? He declared things from the end. Okay, in the, so everything, the whole story of God's plan for mankind already in these three words, in the beginning. Okay, you have Jesus, God as the beginning and Jesus as the end, the beginning and the end. Many Jewish rabbis understand this to mean that before anything could be created, the heavens and the earth, you have to have the substance or the source of creation. Okay, so you know that if you want to make a cake, <laughs> before the cake can be there, you need flour, right? You need the substance, okay, to create this cake, to make this cake. So before this creation, this world that we see in the physical, that we see with our physical eyes, came into being, the heavens and the earth, right? There must be a substance to make it come to being, to happen, right? Uh, which was, of course, the Aleph through the Ta, the living word of life. So the substance is in Aleph and Taf. In the beginning, you saw the Hebrew letters. Aleph is God. Taf is also God, Jesus, all right, as the beginning and the end. So that is the substance, okay, that was used to create this world. You understand? That means these letters that represent God, Jesus, His Word, is the substance for this material world to materialize, all right, to appear. When analyzing the Hebrew alphabets, there are four areas to examine. One, the meaning of the word. So the alphabet can be a word, a Hebrew word also. The shape of the letter, the numerical value, also known as gematria, that is Aleph is one, Bet is two, Gimel is three, and so forth. The, the first instance, and the other thing we need to examine is also 
the first instance, a letter appears in the Torah, forming the root of a word. So now most of us are very clear about Torah, right? That is not law, so nothing to be afraid of. It's just instructions from God. After he created the universe, the next thing that followed was he gave the Torah. It's just like, remember the DNA? The instructions for the body now, how to function, right? So now, how this creation that God created through the Hebrew letters, spoken from his mouth, now how are we going to, how the people are going to behave, how are going to live, all right? The Torah is given. It's, then we look at, to, to understand more a particular letter, see where is the first instance of that letter appearing. So like uh, yesterday, I was talking about what? Huh? Ted. So Ted, where was the first instance of the word? Ted, the beginning of which word? The first instance. <laughs> oh, you look at me. Huh? Huh? Where? Where? Where in the Bible? Huh? <laughs> <coughs> All forgot already. How about those in Zoom? <laughs> the first instance. That means the first time that letter tag appeared. Okay? Huh? Y yes? Yes. Yes. Okay. Give a clap to Rebecca. <laughs> yeah. That is the first instance of the, you see, our English translation, all have translations have really uh, brought down, okay, the full meaning of what, what, who our creator, who our God is. So, and there was light and God saw that it was good. So that was the first instance of the, in, the letter Ted appearing in the Bible. In Genesis, I think 1 verse 3. Okay? So, good is the word. Alright? Ted is the first letter of the word that has been translated good. So, I am not yet able to speak Hebrew. <laughs> because when I listen to the scholars, wow, I love it when they... Like Barashif, ah, that's already Hebrew. So, probably we'll come to that soon. Okay? Because after starting this, as the Holy Spirit let, let me and let us, right? It is like eternity. We were going to learn about God, yeah? Revealed, all right, in the Hebrew letters. Okay, so all got clear, clear now, clearer, all right, with these uh, things, four things that we look into a letter. So when I ask you, what is bad? Don't just say one. Bad means 10, <laughs> and then no more. That means we are only seeing from, oops, uh, sorry, what did I do? Oh, come back, Eddie. Uh, okay, so if we just say the shape of the letter, we only got one portion of the meaning. All right? So we want to know all. The, everything in the Bible, God gave by inspiration of the Holy Spirit. In fact, God took probably Moses, you know, back to creation. And that's where at the Torah there, he wrote Genesis because Moses was not there. <laughs> right? But God spoke to him and gave him. He was just the secretary writing down. Okay. Fabric of all spiritual and physical reality, the Hebrew letters, right, are the instruments of creation. Ooh, excited or not? 
the Hebrew letters are the instruments of creation. So just now, we learned a bit about science, right? DNA are instruments, the letters are the instruments, okay, of uh, receiving, a child receiving from the parent and so forth, of growing in which area. So the Hebrew letters are the instruments of creation and the very building blocks of our world, of us. So we are all spirit, soul, and body. Okay, we are not just body. There is a spirit. That's why after a person uh, body dies, their spirit is not going to die. It's going to live on, right, forever and ever. And we know from the Bible, right, with Jesus will live on for eternity, right, in heaven. Without Jesus, there is a place that was created, not for man actually. It was for the devil, and that was hell. But the devil want to take as many of God's creation or people with him. That's why we go out and preach the gospel and save souls so that he cannot have these souls, right? And bring them to God and heaven. Hebrew, okay? DNA of creation, it is the code of the physical world, the real reality. You know, in Greek or Hebrew, the word Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. The word truth actually means reality the real thing that's why to this physical world what we see will pass away but the real truth right the real thing for example you say oh okay this world if the doctor say or oh, you are uh, diagnosed tested and all that you have covid that is the machine say that you got covid but the truth the reality all right when we realize what is real and what is just a fact temporary the reality is what the word of god say jesus have already healed us if you are in him the truth is what which verse which word which is the verse is a word of god <laughs> no in this instance about virus about a sickness right all of you grew up in this world so we will say when i feel the symptom and when the test testing machine or the doctor said certify that I've got this disease, I've got that disease, I've got this virus. And we used to accept that as the truth. We used to, okay? That's why when today we are born again, we accept only the word of God. The word means what God say as the truth. Then when we have, we accept this as the truth, the physical will change. All right, that's what we call faith, believing in God's word. It's not just that God's word is the truth. Now, we, our conclusions in life is based on what we gathered from this world, the information. So we always say, I'm poor or I, I, I only have this amount, so I'm not a very rich person because it's, that's how we conclude in our life on this earth. Correct, Hannah? But what? Does, what is the truth? The real truth, the real reality, knowing that is the real realm, the spiritual realm. Because one day you're going to, all of us, this body is going to die. No one can escape that. And you have to acknowledge that there is a life after death. What is the truth? <laughs> truth is the Bible, huh? No, in relation to that I am poor, 
I don't have enough. This is all I have. Cannot last me for another 10 years. My savings is just like this. What is the truth to this, to this conclusion that we make? Why are you reading from Dan, eh? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oops. <laughs> That's why all these things. Okay. Right. It must be in your heart already. That's why you need to think so long. Okay. So, yeah, you can quote, but you don't know that's the truth. Ah, so you see, the word is not yet inside you. Okay. So, ah, by your stripes I'm healed. That's the truth. All right. We are not saying that the doctor is lying or the machine is no good. But we realize that we are spirit being in this world. God is our creator. And everyone will have to meet the creator. Okay, so this world is just temporary. Nobody can live beyond 120. That's another reason for that, okay, in the Bible. So all the things that we have uh, accumulated information from this world, from our learning and our experiences growing up in this physical world. See, the Hebrew letters will show us as we've been learning that it's a physical world and there's a spiritual world, right? And give us the revelation of the infinite God that man lost, have no idea since Adam sinned and disobeyed God, right? It came into a lost situation. So everything that they conclude or they accept as life is based on your five senses, what you can see, hear, feel, taste, and that is what is truth to you. Okay, but the Bible comes, Jesus came to reveal truth, right? He says, My word is truth, right? Which means this is the reality. Okay, that's why when Christine received the Lord, okay, she got into the reality, right? And nobody can now ask you, How do you know Jesus is real? She just knows. <laughs> First, inside her, inside her, she just knows. And then the word of God confirm it, say it. It's the Holy Spirit that witness with our spirit that we are the sons of God. We are the children of God. It's something that you cannot explain from the five senses realm. Okay? Because this is the real realm. When we get that, we will realize that why we need to put God's word inside us. Right? Otherwise, we will be Remember the instructions, <laughs> just following the world even after you are born again. The world kind of thinking. Whereas we are a different, that's why the Bible says we are different species already. You are called new creations in Christ. So how can a new creation be uh, uh, controlled by the old DNA, you know, the old way of thinking? No, no, we have a new one. We came from above. So our regulations are from above. How we live this life is from above. What are our capabilities and all that are spiritual from above, but can be manifested in this physical world, just as Jesus Christ, when he came from above, he said what? I come to reveal to you the kingdom of heaven. And all like blind, blind, and I still cannot understand because we were all still, we were born from Adam, we were born from this earth, and only control and understand what we can see or feel from the five senses. Okay, so the DNA is the code of the physical reality. So the reality is not, ah, okay, this is real, right? The phone is real, right? But that's both because we can only 
see what we can see with our eyes. But if God were to open all our spiritual eyes right now, we don't have to wait for the day we die and uh, you know cross over to heaven. <laughs> we will see the heavenly realm. That's why you have bomos, uh, witch doctors, and all that. They have a certain the spiritual part open into, but it is the dark realm. It's actually what we call the illegal entry into the spiritual world. That's why it's very dangerous, right? Because that is the demonic realm. Okay, the devils. There's one uh, quote I saw. The devils acknowledge there is a God. In the Bible, it says they, they acknowledge Jesus as God. They saw the devils when they saw Jesus. <laughs> they say, why do you come? <laughs> right? And then it says, what about atheists? <laughs> this quote, like, I think, by one of the uh, preachers, evangelists. And the atheists don't even <laughs> acknowledge what the devils acknowledge. You know, because they say there is no God. Right? But actually... If the eyes, spiritual eyes were open, immediately, that's why we call visions, open vision, and you have closed vision. Open vision is when God shows you something in the spiritual realm with your eyes open. Okay? And then the closed vision is inside your imagination, all right? where the eyes close, not in the physical. So anyway, these are all about the spiritual realm. So the reality that now Jesus came all right, to show us an only way that we can See and understand is being born again because that is the blood of the Lamb. Just now we, we can only enter into the Holy of Holies through the blood, right? Through the sacrifice of the animal in the uh, covenant, old covenant. But today, Jesus became the final sacrifice. So it's no more the physical one, but spiritually, through Jesus Christ's bloodshed, we, we receive by faith, we can now understand spiritual realm. Because how can a little baby, right? like uh, Christine just received the Lord, can share that she's born again, she's a new person, and experiencing God. She didn't need to learn a lot of things yet, right? But later on, she will learn. Something changed, okay? The DNA changed, all right? She became now a spirit born, and now her DNA is connected to above, to Heavenly Father. That's why she can understand a little bit, all right? And as you feed her, she will understand more of who God is. Okay, so our DNA. So now you remember what's the truth already. I think I talked that many, many times. <laughs> okay, about fact and truth, all right? Now it's when you have the word, then you will be able to know what is the truth. So you're not against doctors or whatever, but we are just saying that yeah, whatever it concluded from the physical realm is not the truth. The truth is the reality. The reality is not this physical realm that we see. The reality is that there is a God, there is a spiritual realm, there are angels, there are demons, okay? And what happened to creation, to life, all recorded and told to us from the Torah, from God's word, the Bible, right? So that's why we need to go there to find out the truth about life. So the, our DNA is connected to Hebrew letters, 22 total in a DNA molecule for each Hebrew letter. So you see this, this is how DNA look like. Now every letter inside okay, has a uh, meaning, okay, has an instruction for the function of the created person or creation for creation 
building blocks of creation are Hebrew letters. So the substance, remember, for the creating the thing, your cake, okay, the flour, right, is for creating this world, this universe, you and me, is the Hebrew letters spoken from God as the creator. They are like the atoms and molecules that make up created things. Letters are considered energy forms. They have a spiritual energy. The word was built, the world was built by words made of letters. So this one everyone can understand, right? A word comes, is constructed from letters. That's how, whether it's Chinese, English or whatever, there are how you get the last word. It's all made up of letters. So man is M-A-N in English. So Hebrew, right, we've been learning a bit, right? The Hebrew letter uh, yesterday was what? Tet. It's made up of what other letters? One word is made up of a few letters. Okay, so Tet means good and it's made up of letter. There is a letter, Vav inside, there's a Zayin inside, a Yud, and these make up the, and a Tav, right? So make up the letter uh, Tet, okay? So you have the word and the single letters. So why is there spiritual energy? Now, even in our English or Chinese or whatever, right? You just need to say words to hurt someone, right? Ah, you don't need to kill the person with a knife, right? Boyfriend, girlfriend is a classic example. Why are you so down today, girl? I said, my boyfriend said I don't love you anymore. My boyfriend said, said, just words, right? Enough to bleed. <laughs> the heart broken. Yeah? Have you used all these phrases, right? Oh, I cut my heart. Lah. He said he don't love me anymore. You know, got new girlfriend or something like that. But it's all words. He didn't take a physical knife to cut you. Same like whoever talked to you, right? Why you feel so hurt, so pain? By a word. A word has energy, right? Letters got energy. Words the Bible now explains, so okay, let's say you never read the Bible before, but you can understand this, right? Because whatever your mom said, your dad said, your child said, what, what is it? Say it. It's the words that hurt you. They're not yet do anything. Just by saying itself has got so much energy, all right, to either bring, now we understand we have the word of God, then the word of God clarify. Why is this so? Because God's word say, death and life is in the power of the tongue. And even... It says the, the law can kill, right? The spirit gives life. So where is this energy to kill people? All right, and to give life to people? It's in the words. So words are made from letters, okay? So how powerful is this word? It can either kill the one, somebody, <laughs> okay? Very easy to kill people. Just say some horrible words and that person is down and out. But you want to give life? Also can. They say, oh, no, la, I'm sorry, I love you, actually. Wow. So the lip, boom, okay, already. I can eat already. You know? So words give death and words give life. But where does this wisdom come from? This understanding came from the Bible. Okay, If you've never read this, right, we will just 
accept this as normal thing, but re not realizing what is the hidden meaning of how God created this whole earth and what are the energies that are flowing and based mainly before an act of killing physical one, that is the word start. Even some people say, ah, no, no need to do anything to me. Lah. The words itself already, <laughs> already enough, right? To break a person's heart. So why they say, break my heart? Wait, wait, wait. Physically, you cannot see, right? So there is actually a spiritual part of human being that God created that man doesn't understand. And that's why this is called the reality. Okay? So this is very important. The world was built by words made of letters that when we continue to study you have more understanding and also how all this apply to our life today god used words a combo or combination of letters to create the world okay what did god use to create the world ah he didn't use a magic wand <laughs> okay like the magic show in the circus now you see, now you don't. He used words, okay, words. And what words? Hebrew words, okay? Hebrew letters, which is a, the physical world is nothing more than a combination of letters. If today, God is not gracious, he could say, all of you die, boom, all gone. This whole world gone. This whole earth will disappear. It is the goodness of God that we are still alive today, that God didn't, say anything to destroy us because but at the end this world this there will be new heavens and new earth this world will be destroyed actually physically it's also running out so the physical world is nothing more than a combination of letters okay hebrew letters all right in the beginning so a little bit of to help you this is what i put together to help you see actually what happened so we can visualize a bit clearer in the beginning, right, back to Genesis 1, 1 and 2, God created the heavens and the earth. The earth was formless. So this is an empty and darkness covered the deep waters. So we know that uh, actually the earth is more than 6,000 years, right? The, the whole thing. So it was empty, black, dark. Look at, can you see now with the picture? This is what actually started in the beginning. All black. Nothing, formless and empty. And the Spirit of God was hovering over the surface of the water. So there was waters, it was all dark. And the Holy Spirit, Spirit of God is, here you see the Trinity in creation. All right, God the Father is the one who created. Then the Word is the Son, Jesus, as he spoke. And you have the Holy Spirit that make it happen. The energies and the power came from the Holy Spirit through the spoken Word of our Creator. So, see blank, ah? Okay. And then God said, let there be light. And there was light in our English. So, actually, what God said was, all these letters. What God said was, Yud, hey, Yud, Aleph, Bar, Resh. He just said, Yahi, or. He didn't say this, lah. Okay, these are the letters that make up this word. Yahi or in Hebrew, which is let there be light. So God, these are all our Bibles are all translations. Okay. But the or, that's why we say original is Hebrew. That's the language of God. Right? So all he said was Yahi or. 
and Yahi all, remember a word, is made up of all these letters, Hebrew letters. Okay, so this word Yahi is God, all, right, is this part uh, here. This one is God. Yud, hey, you know, it's God already. Yahi, okay. This one is light that has Aleph, above, and a resh. Okay, so remember when I was teaching about the Vav, right? It's the one Jesus being nailed on the cross, also about man and the physical world. The God inside and Jesus as the head, right? There was light. Okay, so that's what God said. When God said, Yahi all, this is what happened. Light came about. Okay, so I cannot find the Yahi all there, so I found the closest picture. Because all this, you have to, I have to look for pictures. But if later can draw better. So, this is what you saw just now, correct? The world was dark. And then when God said, He didn't say, let there be light. He said, Yahi all. In our understanding, is let there be light. And then, it's not, and there was light. Immediately, the light came out. Immediately, light came out. This was how God created. All right? And it happened, of course, to the, throughout the whole six days. But this is the beginning. Can you all see something? Is this magic? <laughs> from here to here. From darkness to light. And all, how did this happen? Huh? Uh, what did he say? Uh, yeah, <laughs> Yahi or all right. Let there be light. It's in Hebrew. Yahi or okay. Let there be light. So Yahi or got letters, right? Just now you saw Hebrew letters. So it is from the Hebrew word made up of Hebrew letters, spoken from the mouth of our Creator, that something that didn't exist came into existence. That itself will bring how awesome our God is and how awesome things are created. Right? Brings back to uh, Romans 4.17, right? Abraham's faith. Right? He said that God called things that are not as though they were. And remember the God, I am that I am. That means I exist. And in Hebrews it says, whoever comes to God must believe that he exists. He exists. That's faith. Right? God exists. If not, you're talking to who? <laughs> okay? So that's why nothing happened. So when we come to God, we believe that He exists. And of course, today we have all the proof. Even scientists already bow down, you know, to acknowledge that it's a creator. When they begin to study DNA and so forth, a lot of things, right? That He exists and He is a rewarder of those who diligently seek Him. Now, these are the words of God that you need to put inside your heart. <laughs> okay, right? Then you will know the, this is the truth. This is the reality from God's word. Okay, next. The Hebrew letters are the essence of the words they form or explain. They are the energy, the animating force. So what happened? Darkness, why, how did light come in? That time there was no sun yet. No, it was just a light. Right? That God spoke into existence. Right? So there must be a lot of energy. So of, of you are your scientists, right? Or science students. You need energy to create something, right? Not the energy that even we physically have. That's why you have uh what do you call that? Your 
electricity, it's a source of energy, and so forth. <laughs> okay, right? But you need voltage, a lot, a lot to create more energy. Why your uh, microwave oven can work? That is electricity energy flowing, right? To cook your things and to make the car run, fuel is an energy. So all these are energies, all right, that can move something, can bring something to existence, all right? So this Hebrew letters is God's word, all right? God's word in Hebrew letters, uh, Hebrew, uh, Hebrew words made of Hebrew letters. And if you can see this, that Hebrew letters and God's word have energy and power, Later, because if I put everything in, it's really until this evening, I have to take out a lot. <laughs> it's so exciting. I just give you very minimal. How are you going to speak into existence your health, your healing? All right? To be continued will be later on the words. Certain words like what is actually inside shalom, peace. What is inside uh, health, healing. Why cancer can disappear? Why you can see so-called, uh, what we call miracles? There's energy inside the word when you say, why in Jesus' name? Okay, so all this as a, a force and energy, right, that comes from the Hebrew letters, which is the, the forms, the words that come out from the mouth of God. World is being recreated all the time by an endless combination of Hebrew letters. It's the holy language. Every letter contains infinite meaning. Okay, so... Don't say, oh, I already don't go tell everybody. I already know what's left. Okay? <laughs> Please don't boast. Okay? Because I also don't know the full thing. It's infinite. You know, we only know a part. Even the Hebrew scholars, which I'm learning from, all right, who teach all this, they also know a part only. They get a part, part, part of it. All right? Only the Holy Spirit knows everything. So that's why the Holy Spirit, Jesus, can give Holy Spirit can give us revelation. Right? So many people can study it. But have no revelation same like studying the word of god also right if we don't have the holy spirit or don't submit to the holy spirit to be our teacher and guide we can read the whole bible from back to front front to back and still our spiritual eyes are not open we cannot see the creator all right or the handwriting of god but we need the holy spirit and most of all we need to be born again so every letter contains infinite meaning and that will help us to see that there's no way the creation, just like Job's story, can fully comprehend God. If we can, then we exchange place. <laughs> okay? We are the uh, creator and God is the creation. Isn't it? Isn't, it's ridiculous to be able to understand fully the infinite God and we are just finite being. But God in His grace put that wisdom of His into us if we would seek Him out from the word. Each letter relates to world, souls, and div divinity. Hebrew letters mainly made of form, name, number. Each letter, Hebrew letter is pictorial. It tells uh, a story, represents an typical meaning. Names have great meaning. That's why you all have new names. And each letter has a number. So there is a mathematical code, DNA to tell us there's a mathematical code in all of creation. By comparing verses or words in the Bible that have same numerical value or consist of same consonants, 
it opens up a whole new world of study. Yeah? So that's why the Word of God is so interesting. And what I'm getting you is not, you know, just to get into God's Word for yourself, you know, so that Holy Spirit, God Himself, can reveal to you His wonders, right? who He is. And it's all inside the verses that you all meditate, the words. Okay, so don't meditate as like a, a quote like that using your memory. So it's not about trying to memorize. That is the head part. But put God's word in your heart. And the only way God's word can stay there and have revelation is when you keep on meditating, which involves muttering, right? Speaking it out. Faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. It's the same that faith in other things, you keep on hearing. <laughs> you hear the teacher keep on saying the same thing, you start to have faith in it. Right? You hear the world speak something, you every day hear. Of course, you will have faith in that. But that is still not the reality. But the reality is God's word. Right? And if you put God's word this way into your heart, then you will have the wisdom of God inside and the instructions, the DNA that will cause you to live your life as he is, so are we. Now this become more real. <laughs> how you're able to live as he is. I don't know whether you have ever wondered, how am I going to live like Jesus on this earth? It's so impossible. He's the son of God. All these thoughts come into your heart. Right? It's why a lot of Christians backslide or give up. You know? Because they say, I cannot live this like super, super perfect life or super spiritual life. Yeah, but today, when we understand more and more, as we learn the Hebrew letters, God don't expect us to be good. He made us, right? And he gave us the supernatural energy and power with the DNA instructions from God's word made up of letters, right? To live this extraordinary life that Jesus lived as he is. So now we can be because he gave us the DNA, the source. So the words and letters are the instruments of creation. So if you want to create anything, what is your substance and the instrument today? Yeah, so if you don't have God's word, oh, that's what Hannah said, God's word, right? If you don't have God's word, what you want to create? You see sick, oh, sick already. You don't even know how to speak, to create and change the things that are, are temporary to the reality of actually the, re the real realm where we can be healed, right? And it all comes by using God's word, the letters that have energy and power. God created by com combining the letters. So this is of creation, the letters of Aleph, Bet, into words, right? So just now you saw in the beginning, it's a combination uh, or, or let there be light, Yahi or, easy to remember. It's a combination of Hebrew letters. So that's how God created light. By combining the letters, I left back into words. And he created reality from the spoken words. So now we can see the light. Okay? It's all from spoken letters. If we know meaning of I left back, we can know reality. First line in Torah, in the beginning, God created at the Aleph, through the tough letters of Aleph back. 
Adam was able to name the animals because he knew what the letters meant or represented and how to combine them to represent what the specific characteristic each animal portrayed. Now, I learned about this Adam, I thought from uh, E.W. Kenyon book. And all the, he, he did talk about this Hebrew letters, but he thought about how Adam, God created him, has such a great intelligence that God just need to send one animal past him and he will name, past him and he'll give the name giraffe, zebra, of course, all in Hebrew. Yeah, I said, how? Uh? It's in the DNA. It's in this. Now I got the answer. He knew what letters meant represented. So each letter was the characteristic of the giraffe. So he called it giraffe in Hebrew. I don't know what it is. <laughs> okay, but you see, it's from the Hebrew letters. The meaning he knew, he gave it to that particular animal. And this then became the core characteristic. So like your name, Rebecca. So have the characteristics of the different letters in, the, in your name. That's why you begin to produce, you begin to uh, manifest, all right, if you understand what that letter means in the Hebrew, how to combine them, and that's the amazing, right? Today, we <clears throat> very hard even to name one child, right? <laughs> okay, but that's what Abraham did, uh, uh, Adam. <clears throat> so, Hebrew is like the chemical language. H2O, etc., NaCl actually contains what salt is made of, sodium and chloride. Like Hebrew, chemical language contains the substance, what the thing is made of or whatever it represents, but it's still relatively symbolic. The symbols of themselves don't mean much, but the Hebrew language goes even deeper than this. <clears throat> this one, science people will understand more. Okay, but just know this, that this is already in the science realm. But Hebrew language is even more powerful than this. In Hebrew language, every letter means something. Okay, which is what we have been learning. When you combine them, you have a description of reality. So all the letters of uh, let there be light, of the letter light, combined together, light appeared. That is the reality. Right? So when we speak God's word, so even though for generations, if we don't know Hebrew, people just believe this is what God say and speak it, believing it happened. But if you, we today, the Lord, Holy Spirit wants us to have a deeper revelation, not to become smarter, but to be able to live his life on earth and be his weaknesses because time is really very short before our Lord is going to return, the rapture. So with more revelation, there will be less Christians who are uh, coffee and cakes <laughs> or sleeping in the church, okay? Because it is really time, our time, you know, it's almost up in the whole timeline of God. <clears throat> okay, so like a Substance contains certain elements and similar substances which will contain similar elements. So in Hebrew, things that are related in some way will contain similar letters in their name, combinations of same letters. For example, man is connected to God by Aleph in Adam because we were made in his image. Hebrew language goes deeper 
and is the substance of the reality or physical thing it represents. <clears throat> Every letter means something. It's like an atom that makes up a physical reality. Okay, as I said, this one will be more those people who understand atoms, molecules, and all that that make up that thing that you see. All right, so it is God inside us, okay, that can uh, build up, make up your character, your integrity. All these things come from God's word telling us who we are, why we are, we can love unconditionally. It's not because we, you know, are able to do it, because God changed our DNA, right, inside us to have his DNA of agape love, okay. Faith is the substance of things hoped for. This one, you, the evidence of things not seen. How do we give substance to the things we are hoping for? By believing, claiming it, based your words and thought on the promises of God. So I've always uh, understood this, but not so deep as now. Because I've been trying to say this. Faith is a substance. It's not just simply, okay lah, hantam. <laughs> you know, okay lah, I think can be healed lah. It must have a basis. It must have a substance. For you to believe what is the substance again all right this time i hope you can give me the correct answer <laughs> okay what is the substance of the faith to believe that you are healed huh? what ah okay good at last <laughs> give a clap to finally you all can get it <laughs> Right. If you have don't have Isaiah 53, 4 and 5, right, you don't have substance. Okay? Right? It's just that like you don't have the flour to make the cake. Then you say, cake appear. How can it appear? You need the flour, right? You need the ingredients, the word the, for for us today, right? To bring the uh the, to have your healing or whatever, you need the Word, the substance, the word is the substance for the things hoped for, for the, and then become the later on is the, is the evidence of things not seen. So you not yet see your healing. Now many people only share and testify I'm healed after the doctor confirmed healed, lah, after the body, the fever gone, lah, then you say, okay, I want to testify I'm healed. It's not this, there's no faith. Okay, faith first starts with, I believe what God's word say, not what about my symptoms? Okay? It's about what God's word say because that is the substance. Alright? And the evidence. Okay? Then, not yet see. And then I believe it, I speak it. I am healed by his stripes. I'm healed. I'm speaking now in line with the substance, with what God's word say. And then, when it's fully developed, what happened? In first, in your thoughts, in your mind, you keep meditating and keep speaking. It will manifest. All right. So faith is speaking first the word of God. What God says about a certain situation. The shape of every letter is composed of other letters, very important, as well as the number. So if you know this a bit, a few times repeat so that you can get it. Also, the first time a letter begins the root of a word in Torah, right? This is a repeat of the earlier one. Y'all can understand already. Human being Adam, right? Even Adam is made of God named him Adam is Aleph, Dalet, and Mem. Three letters. From these three letters, we can see 
what a human being is all about. Ah, that is what composes a human being. So what composes a human being? Adam, you thought, oh, just a name. No, in God's eyes, it is made up of Aleph, Dalet, and Mem. So Aleph is God. Dalet is the physical world. So here's a spiritual world. Basically, of course, I'm not saying the whole, all the meaning. But basically, Aleph, he's the source. He's the creator, all right, of Adam, of man. And then Dalet is the physical world. So he came down to the physical world in Adam. Mem, you haven't learned yet. Mem speaks of a nation of uh of water, of, of fish, of ocean, all right? So it was to be multiplied, abundance. So not from, from Adam alone will become many, many, many more. Multiplication of, that's why I say be fruitful and multiply. So uh, nations will come up from Adam. Just how you know all this? Through these few letters. But if you don't understand all this, you will uh, Adam, uh. <laughs> just one name, uh. okay? But God has a meaning. When he named man Adam, because there are Hebrew letters inside there, each one has a meaning, has a very powerful, deep meaning of what Adam is going to represent. The whole human race of abundance, just in that name. From these three letters, we can see what human being is all about. Eh? That's a human being can reproduce. Right? A nation can come out of Rebecca. <laughs> all right, when she starts to reproduce. Okay? So this is what it's all about. This human being. Okay, we look into the Hebrew letters. God took spiritual energies of these letters and formed the human being. Oh, finally, can understand? The last time I thought, did God dig into the soil? <laughs> and then form, 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 form. Probably not. Right? It was in his name that he formed man, right? From the earth means, yeah, physically, it's from this earth. But what it means is from, from this physical world. He, there is a Dalet there. Dalet represents the physical world. God Almighty, creator of spiritual world, made Adam from this physical world through his letters by calling Adam and therefore he became Adam became the energies of these letters form Adam okay Genesis okay talking about these energies this power all right uh, in this letter Genesis 2 9 okay is out of the ground made the Lord God an example God to grow every tree that is pleasant to the sight and good for food. The tree of life also in the midst of the garden and the tree of knowledge of good and evil. So this is etsa, which is a concentration of energy. It's made up of letters, ayin, sadi, and hey, hey, which is the breath of God, right? God breathed into Adam or the breath of God. So in all these letters are energies. Hey is breath which is the spirit of God, the power of God breathed. So when God breathed into all this, of the ground, he made every tree to grow. Where the energy come from? God's breath from these letters. Okay, Ayin is God's eyes. You haven't come to eat, you will learn more later. Sadi, yeah. Okay? 
all concentrated and how these things came about. Psalms 147, 5. Uh, great is the Lord and great power. His understanding is infinite. Whenever you say a, a, a psalm again about great is the Lord, what happened? In the past, we say great is the Lord and then we go back and uh, ah, yeah, the problem so big. Uh. <laughs> we forgot because we didn't understand. Right? Lord is yud he vav he. How great is he? Really great. Okay. Well, our limited minds, using the just word, we think our God is just, uh, you know, a sentence is just a sentence. And then we go back, still worried. Uh, only Christine is very good. <laughs> New baby, not worried. Trusting in God. See? But when we have a lot of the world things inside us, we cannot see that great is our Lord. His understanding is infinite. Okay, I didn't put the Hebrew letters inside. But this, remember what is this? The letter A, that's, that is a symbol of infinity in the letter head. Yeah? This is our God. Infinite. There's no way we can bring him you know, and put into a box. <laughs> God will break that box if we put him inside a box. Yeah? So that's how he in the end dealt with Job. So look at this. So each time when we see again, I should be learn the Hebrew letters and understand the energies and all that, right? When you say great is the Lord, then you really have that awesomeness inside you, right? Of who Yahweh is. Living only in our physical, mental, and emotional realm makes energy limited. That means the five senses. If we continue just to be confined with the five senses, and we just say, oh, this is all I can do. This is all there is. This is all the money I have in the bank. This is what the doctor said. This is what all that is in the physical realm. Then we are limited. But God is infinite, unlimited, right? Limitless, which is tapped into the spiritual dimension and the energy is limitless. The world also can do this, all right? That's why they go into mantra, they go into meditation. They are trying to tap into the spiritual part but without god okay and it's sometimes very dangerous you can actually you have the um, uh, the threefold cord some can uh, the spirit leave the body cannot come back okay so without christ all right but with god inside us even when god takes a person's spirit up can still come back one okay that is the illegal entry into the spiritual realm what we have is the legal entry because christ legally came down legally died for us you have been legally made righteous who is the, the, the supreme judge? God of this universe. Right? There's a court in this universe and God is the judge. So do not miss out on what we have as a new creation, as a spirit being. That's how we develop the hidden man of the heart of the spirit man. Right? Which is limited because God lives inside us. Or Almighty One. I'm going to finish. So basically... We, we haven't co cannot cover all this yet. Probably in the next session, we will cover all this. How God's DNA is inside us. yud he bab he is now written in our hearts. Here, I cannot go on, right? <laughs> if not, y'all, no lunch and no dinner. And basically, at the end, we will learn more about having uh, God saying, you've got my DNA, go and live it. All right, so these three may not yet fully understand today. But at least today, it will, that's where we are continuing, all right? But today, just know that the DNA of creation is God's letters, the Hebrew letters, 
these are the instruments that God created this world, which was not in existence. And God didn't wave, wave magic wand or anything. He spoke. There's energy and power in those Hebrew letters that he spoke. So why the devil always make men don't want to speak God's word one or don't even know God's word? Because the power is inside there. <laughs> you think the devil wants you to be powerful? Of course not, right? But God wants us to be powerful. That's why the whole uh, 22 letters are in Psalms 119. And for those who are going through on Saturday, Psalms 119, every eight verses depicting the main characteristic of a particular Hebrew letter always points back to the word. The word, how I love your word, how I treasure your word in struggles in this life and all that. And if you don't understand Hebrew letters, you will look at the whole Psalms 119 and you will conclude, oh, Psalmist is just saying, I love God's word. Because it's translated to us like that, about God's word, God's word, God's word. If you don't know, hidden inside there, the Hebrew letters, why every eight, it's very interesting Psalms 119, right? Every, the whole psalm is the longest psalm in the whole Bible. Longest chapter. Every eight verses is a revelation of a particular alphabet. But if you look at it, right, sometimes your teachers find it hard which one to find as the meditation verse, right? Because all the verses like, seem to say the same thing. I love your word, I treasure your word, and above all things. So which, which is the one that describes that letter? That's why I have to explain it to you. The letter first, the meaning of the letter, and then you go into Psalms 119, you can understand then what the psalmist is uh, telling about the revelation of that particular <clears throat> alphabet. Right? So it and all <clears throat> and all the revelation is inside the word. Treasure, we need to dig up. Huh? <laughs> All right, you need to dig, you need time to put aside. Okay, so that you can find the treasure, the hidden meanings, and the secrets of our Almighty God. So, when you say great is the Lord, it will not be just another phrase. You understand, Lord means Yahweh. All right, and energy is being released when you declare God's word. Great is the Lord. Like when we worship Adonai, you know, can you see the difference? Actually, I, as I said earlier, I'm not a Hebrew person very much in the old, olden days. I don't follow everybody. They say, oh, must, must uh, behave like the Hebrew, must, uh, you know, say all those things. But I, because I probably, you know, it's not about following them. But today, God has revealed by the Holy Spirit, right, the secrets of these Hebrew letters. So many Christians are just like crazy, you know, so just do what the Israelites do, you know. But without an understanding, without understanding of anything, we are just empty, <laughs> right? When you have revelation and understanding, it's different. Things happen. The reality begins to form begins to exist. So we are not copying the Jews, but we are realizing the God of the Jews, yud heh vav -He, is our God. And how the power that's inside all these Hebrew letters that God used, the language of God, which today is the word of God, can bring a total transformation, like the word vav. It's about connection and transformation. God now can come down 
from heaven to earth and connect with man through Jesus Christ being nailed on the cross. And today we can have access to the spiritual realm where we begin to understand all right, how God created the universe and how we too, right, by speaking God's word, believing in our heart and speaking it can change the situations in our life. Right? Because there is supernatural God's power and energy inside those words of God, not words of man. Amen? Amen. Okay, hallelujah.